0: This is a Rooster Teeth production. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Annual Pass. This is the podcast that we talk about theme park rides, attractions, snacks, food, toys, souvenirs, you name it. I am your host, Jack Patillo. And of course, joining me, as always, is my beautiful, lovely, talented poker-playing co-host...
1: Jeff Ramsey hi Jeffrey hi Jack I'm you you picked up on it I'm bounding today (laughs) yeah I'm trying to immerse myself in the culture of theme parks and so I'm uh, I'm attempting bounding I'm trying to look like uh, Phil Hellmuth or something (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs) Daniel Legrand uh
0: those of you who uh if you want to see Jeff you actually we are on YouTube now youtube.com slash annual pass we have video versions of our podcast up now Mm -hmm. but that being said we, we we're trying not to focus solely on video we're still an audio podcast first so don't feel like you if you're listening to us on Spotify or Apple. Or somewhere don't think you're missing out on anything but you know with a little bonus you can throw it up on the YouTube and check it out so. I like when you hit the high register that's what I, I, I yeah I don't know it comes and goes I, yeah those sunglasses are free me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I'm wearing them I just put them on to complete the look uh anyway hi everyone uh thank you again all of the pass holders out there you guys are absolutely fantastic it's good having you back thank you very much for listening to our show I love doing this it's my favorite thing I do all week that's not
1: charity related and um and it's,
0: it's a time it's time to spend with Jeff which I always love
1: it is nice it's nice to spend time with you, I like to spend time because you know we have the uh, the other job yeah. where we do some other content, the, the slog
0: of playing video games,
1: and uh, I, I I dip in occasionally uh, and participate in that part of the of our of our company, and uh, it is nice just to be able to sit and have a conversation. Yeah, and it is nice not to not to fight through a wall of noise and yeah. screaming. It's know? a little
0: slower, a little bit more relaxed. Like, yeah. I do. I try to make my my uh, do my best to make it a little bit more calm in here. Let's me a let's bit
1: me, more peaceful. let's me perfect my poker face. <laughs> I don't want you to know what's Pop-pop. going on behind these glasses
0: uh what let's get through some housekeeping stuff uh a number one thank you very much everyone for listening you guys are the best uh, and uh a number two uh don't forget to follow us on social medias we have the twitter and the instagram annual underscore pass on all of those and that's where we you know if we post any cool links or retweet stuff uh anytime people send us cool art or like photos of you wearing theme park merch we always try to post it on twitter or instagram somewhere i love 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 seeing people wearing our annual pass merchandise speaking of which jeff we got new merchandise up in the store. At least it came out a few weeks ago, but hey, you should it's grab new, one. It's new to us. That's right. Uh, Gail Fox, who does all of our thumbnails over on YouTube and on Rooster Teeth as well, uh, she made an amazing poster a while back, and it's now up in the store, as well as a t-shirt that has that poster on the back of it. It has a little cool AP logo. I love that shirt.
1: Do you think somebody as talented as Gail Fox has ever made anything that's not amazing?
0: <laughs> like, even in the morning,
1: it's like, oh, these eggs are amazing.
0: I, I was I was emailing her recently, because uh, we're, we're talking about possibly having her do the backlog of episodes, because mm-hmm. we're slowly putting... The, all of our episodes on YouTube. The thumbnails are so cool; they're so good. And I, I, just, I asked her. I was like, "Please don't get so good that we can't afford you anymore." Because, <laughs> like, yeah, it, her, her work is, is amazing. So, anyway, check that out. We also have this awesome annual pass snow globe uh, uh pin. I don't know when this is coming out. I asked her merch; it may be out by now. But anyway, we've got a pin coming. If you're on YouTube, you can check it out. It's really, really awesome. I, I love this thing, and I, that's going to be coming soon.
1: I understand we are playing uh, catch up to a collectible uh, from an industry that's probably spans thirty or forty years now, but. <laughs> fan my jazz to be in the pin game dude I'm really I'm really I'm excited about making more of these things i pins and it's an, for another podcast in the world but koozies pins and koozies yeah. baby um I, I will say uh that's the one thing oh I
0: mean I regret a few things in my life but the one thing uh, one big thing I regret when I worked at Disney when I worked at Disney 20 years ago at this point back in 2002 pins had just become a thing like I was around 2000 when the pin trading started mm-hmm. kind of getting its legs I could have grabbed so much exclusive merchandise and pins back then that are worth so much money now mm-hmm. I, I would, it'd be, it's like crypto like i could have been in bitcoin when it was like 50 yeah. cents but now it's like oh yeah these pins are all really really expensive
1: i'm determined not to miss that boat again with <laughs> sports card collecting okay right now so, yeah. so i'm buying everything i'm speculating going and like my girlfriend's always like we'll get a new like slabbed card in the mail and she'll be like what's this one And i'm like in 15 years if he makes the <laughs> hall of fame this is a boat this is our boat you want to have a boat we're gonna have a boat in 15 years right here.
0: <laughs> what what is the what is the King Griffey Jr. upper deck rookie card right now? Like what what is that? Because that was the big thing. Like oh, 89 upper you, deck.
1: You could buy it raw on uh on YouTube. Or on YouTube. You could buy it raw on eBay right now for probably three or four bucks. Really? But if you wanted oh, to get man. it like a PSA 10, yeah. you might pay as much as like two or three hundred for okay. it. Okay. Yeah. I remember
0: that was everyone went that was the big yeah, card. That was a great was, card. Back in the nineties when I was collecting. Anyway, we're getting we're on a, a weird. A, this is a this tangent. is a different podcast. Uh, so Jeff, um, yeah. we got a fun one today. We got a fun episode today. We're going back out to California, and for the first time ever, we are going to Disney's California Adventure. Okay. Now you went to Disneyland uh, right before the pandemic started. Right. Back? It was
1: like the last thing I did before the pandemic. Like February, started. March. Yeah.
0: And oh, you got your you got your hands, <laughs> hands <laughs> Second side. time. Uh, and did you go to Disney's California
1: Adventure while you were there? I did. I okay. spent a day in the land and then a day maybe actually maybe I spent like a day and a half in the land and like a half day in the california adventure Okay, yeah I mean so
0: DCA is still a little bit smaller yeah a
1: little bit more kind of
0: I, it's the Hollywood Studios of of California I want
1: right to say I mean. there was like a big cars race track there is the I there, there's not if I went on or not I
0: forget the name of the actual ride but there is a cars race that is awesome yeah it's sort of the evolution of test track where yeah. it's the same same vehicle except they have two side by side and it actually is like a race mm-hmm. and it's random who wins and it's it's a lot of fun really really cool Really really cool ride. We'll talk about that one in the future um, The ride I want to talk about today is the Incredicoaster. Okay, which uh, do you know if you rode that
1: one? I, d- I did or didn't <laughs> do you want me to I can I text my girlfriend and ask that,
0: we, Well, we will watch a video and uh, okay we'll Oh, it'll jog a it. memory. I mean if I rode it if do you remember doing a flip at any point while you were there like doing like a Loop on a roller coaster doesn't doesn't ring a bell I, I would imagine you would remember this. It's the biggest it is literally one of the longest roller coasters on the planet and uh, it's, it's a very fast coaster. You do flips in it. It's themed around the Incredibles.
1: Uh, I'll be honest with you, Jack. At, of... That was over two years ago now, more than two years ago. At 46, my memory is closer <laughs> to that of a goldfish than a human. <laughs> I wouldn't bet on. <laughs> so,
0: well, again, we're talking about the Incredicoaster. Which okay. The Incredicoaster is actually a reskin, or it's a, it's a remake. Not a remake. It's, it's the, uh, the original. <laughs> Let me start over again. It, when they open up California Adventure... They had, when the, was that? The, that was uh, on February 8th, 2001. Okay. Uh, they opened that back, back in February of 2001. And, uh, the back corner of the park was the paradise pier as what it was called. And they had California screaming, which was the name of the coaster there. So, uh, you know, it's said a California dream and it's California screaming. So this California adventure, uh-huh. this is Disney. This is Disney. Was it always Disney? It's always been Disney. So Disney's owned that land for a long time, and for the longest time, people thought they were going to do something called Westcott Hmm. because they have Epcot on the East Coast, and they were thinking about opening up Westcott, which was going to be kind of a more educational park in in Anaheim. Um, Plans of that, like concepts, have come out of that. All tons of really interesting stuff. Ultimately, they ended up going with this California Adventure because they wanted to do like Disney's California was the idea and then it became California Adventure. Is
1: this the only Disney park? And it may not be. I may be missing a glaring Mm -hmm. one, which is why I'm asking you this question. You're the expert. Is this the only Disney park that doesn't isn't labeled a Disney park? Uh, no, it's technically Disney's California Adventure is oh, okay. what it's called. Oh, it uh, But I mean, like... I've only ever heard, seen it or heard of it referred to as California Adventure. Yeah,
0: I mean, like, you could argue, like, Hollywood Studios, Animal Kingdom, like, Okay, they're, they're all Disney's Animal Kingdom. Gotcha. Disney's gotcha. Hollywood Studios. So it's, you know, it, you think Disney World, Disneyland, obviously, it's in the name. So the, the disconnect is in my head. I think Not, so. Okay. I mean, fair. there's, like, you know, there's there's uh, Disney Sea, I guess, well, that that is Disney in the title. Yeah, yeah there's, there's a few, but okay. I, But as far as, like, that, I think California Adventure, people is kind of, like, shortened down to... I mean, you'll hear it called DCA, which is... Is sort of the oh. shorthand for it. Which okay. is Disney's California Adventure. So if you ever hear me say DCA, you're like, oh, check out the ride over DCA or whatever, like, you know, um, you know, Mission Breakout or the new Web Slingers at DCA. Still,
1: I guess it it shows how much Disney believes in or uh, loves California if they <laughs> want to elevate the state like that. You know, well, they're, well, not, they're, not doing, uh, they're not doing like Disney's Hoboken Adventure.
0: Well, it's funny you say that because uh, Disney's America Almost. It it was something that was very close to happening in Virginia. Yeah. uh, So Disney, Walt Disney himself was a huge, huge fan of history, American history specifically. Uh And uh, for a while in the 90s, I want to say, there was a a very, very close to happening Disney park in Virginia called uh, Disney's America. I think eventually became like Disney's American Adventure. Or something along those lines um they were buying up land and ultimately ended up not happening but it was going to be themed around you know like american history and you know i I wonder if they still own that land i don't know supposedly disney owns land in houston as well um i I heard for a long time like near Katy, uh like just west of houston they were like disney was scooping up land because there was a rumor that disney was going to move to or open up a park in texas Sounds cool. I'd love it because I could drive to it. Mm. At the same time, it's a horrible idea because you're just cannibalizing your own your own fan base. Yeah, people who fly, I mean, in the middle of the country in Texas, you're going to go either Disneyland or Disney World. you go to, you know, once you, once you start adding this extra one, you're just removing people who would be going to the other parks.
1: Well, I don't know if you'd be, I, I mean, I think the the argument on the Disney side would be that the fandom is large enough that just providing more conduits will only increase uh viewership, right? Like True. It, there, there are, I'm sure there are a lot of people who <clears throat> going to Disney or Florida from Louisiana or Texas, where they live, might be a bridge too far. But yeah. uh, it's a lot easier to get in a car than it is to get on a plane. It really, that, really cuts down the cost. it. That, that's true. And,
0: and and people might be wondering why Texas. It's because Texas doesn't really snow. It never freezes, which you is know. a big thing. That's why you see it's in Orlando. Like it literally doesn't freeze or snow in Orlando. I mean, might once every five years or so. But I mean, and same thing with Hollywood. Doesn't freeze out there. It's like
1: for the same reason they store airplanes outside in like Arizona and New Mexico, or like so the, the Super Bowl is yeah. always in the
0: South because yeah. like it's it's never gonna be that cold Mm -hmm. so anyway uh that's a whole other story well i would love to um we actually have an interview coming up pretty soon uh with kevin perger who who, who runs defunct land uh which is an awesome awesome uh, youtube channel he's a great patreon as well Um, he just put out an hour and a half long video about the history of FastPass. oh wow which sounds dry it's amazing the documentary is fantastic i watched the whole thing from start to finish and uh, I re- highly recommend you check it out. Uh, Defunct De- De Land is great. He talks about it at retired attractions. He has a podcast as well with tons of interviews, former Imagineers. And it's it's great. And I'm really excited to talk to him. And I'm sure he'll have a lot of information on that.
1: Yeah, that sounds cool because I would be interested in general and kind of where I was taking it is I wonder – because I'm assuming there have been multiple incidents of these uh, th- things happening in the past, mm-hmm. like uh, the – Disney's America, or you know, buying property in Houston, Disney must have. There must be like a Disney Holdings LLC (laughs) or something, right? That just is that just has amassed land across the globe for potential projects that that they maintain and hold on to. It's kind of like Scientology, I would imagine, right? Like (laughs) they're just like a property ownership uh, conglomerate, and i would be be interesting to see where Disney has. Plots of land all over the the earth. Well, that's something to look forward to. We'll check that out. Yeah. Uh, anyway, let's get
0: back to Disney's California Adventure, <laughs> and right? right, right. And credit coaster.
1: Well, you told me. You told me this is going to be a short one today. Yeah. We, we so d- I'm trying to. We um- do have an interview with someone who worked in the attraction as well. Okay. So because I mean, like for the most
0: part, there's not a whole lot of history, not a lot of weird, interesting things with a credit coaster. It's kind of straightforward. Um, it's the skin of the ride and everything. So mm-hmm. anyway, uh, California Scream and opened February eighth, two thousand one, along with Disney's California Adventure. Um, if you ever saw promo video for it or. Images. It's the one that did a vertical loop. So it was a roller coaster. It's a it's a it's an induction roller coaster like a, one of the magnetic magnetic pushing coasters, you know, like Incredible Hulk okay. or yeah. Hagrid. Um, so it's one of those, it sends you super fast, there's no clicky hill, it's all it's all done by magnets. Um, has one big loop in it, one big vertical loop in it, which initially when it opened, it had the Mickey Mouse face behind it. So it was like you were doing a loop around the Mickey Mouse face. Really? Which is pretty cool. Uh, eventually that got replaced by like a California Starburst, like a big sun kind of thing. And,
1: uh, and now- so Once I, again, de-emphasizing the Mickey out of California Adventure. I, I guess so. And yeah. uh,
0: anyway, uh, it was uh, January 8th, 2018, the ride shut down and renovation began so uh they basically said we're gonna we're changing it up we're gonna do some stuff to it shut it down January 2018 and it reopened June 23rd 2018 uh which coincided with the release of Incredibles 2 which was June 15th 2018 so a week after that the opening of the ride the new movie came out yeah so it was announced sometime in there that it was going to be Incredicoaster it was going to be themed around the Incredibles which is a fantastic Pixar movie if you haven't seen it um, and the entire ride is uh, themed around Baby Jack-Jack. So have you seen Incredibles, Jeff? Yeah, I've seen both of them. Okay, so uh, Baby Jack-Jack is kind of the the, the MacGuffin of this ride, let's just okay. say. So the idea is, um, you know, that towards the end of the first movie, Baby Jack-Jack gets loose. And uh, so this one, they're trying the the family's trying to capture Baby Jack-Jack. Uh, because he can do all kinds of crazy stuff. Like he is like he can warp through walls. He multiplies. Lights on mm. fire. A bunch of crazy things. Um, this is from the Disney website. The supers are back. Baby Jack Jack's superpowers are causing chaos as he teleports from tunnel to tunnel and the incredible sprint around. Oh wait, the incredible sprint into action to save the day. Buckle up for an exhilarating ride around Pixar Pier. <laughs> hey i could totally they should pay me to do that yeah uh, yeah somebody should uh reimagine located in pixar pier's incredibles park neighborhood the incredible coaster boasts enclosed tunnels special effects scenes and a musical score by incredibles 2 composer michael giacchino Ooh. for even more superfied fun and which is great the, the score for that movie is fan- it's like the 50s kind of spy yeah, yeah. music i love it great great
1: guns type stuff yeah and
0: yeah. so uh giacchino did music for this one i don't know if they just reused stuff from the movie or if he made a specific score for it um, but it's very cool. It's an Intamin coaster, which, uh, roller coaster fans will appreciate Intamin has done a lot of really, really cool coasters. I want to say, Ben, if you can look this up, did Intamin do, uh, Hagrid's magical motorbike adventure, the, I, or the, I forget the full name of it, but they've, they've worked on a whole bunch of stuff. Um, they're known for very very clean ones. Is that a, is that a thumbs up? Yes. Yeah. So they did Hagrids and they've done a bunch of other really really awesome ones. Um, it is what it goes up to 122 feet tall, which is the the tallest Disney roller coaster in all of the parks, and it has a 108 foot drop as well. But again, no clicky hill. It's just it goes it launches you up the
1: hill. We did uh, higher than that. Slightly higher than that on uh Velocicoaster, I right? It was like one twenty five or something. I think so. Yeah, okay, yeah. cool, yeah, yeah. So I'm just trying to put it for scale in my head. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's it's a big coaster. It's, yeah, it's okay. nothing small. Uh the big thing
0: about this one is it is six thousand seventy two feet long. It's over a mile long. Wow. Which is in it's it's incredible. How long uh-huh. is the ride? Uh the ride itself lasts about maybe three minutes or okay. so, I okay. think. Uh, It hits a top speed of 55 miles an hour as well, which is, you know, a pretty good speed for a roller coaster. Uh, So uh, from Wikipedia, it it also became the longest roller coaster in the world to feature an inversion after the vertical loop on Son of Beast at King's Island was removed in 2006. So now, yeah, it is literally the longest coaster with a flip in it. In the Our world. world. I, I, I'm assuming that's still true because Wikipedia says it's still true. <laughs> I guess Son of Beast at Kings Island uh, up in the <clears> north. <throat> is it Pennsylvania, Ohio? Somewhere up there. Um, yeah. Which is a very cool name for a ride, Yeah, and we should probably go Well, Beast Well, I think Beast was a coaster, and yeah. Son of Beast was like the follow-up to it. The, which is, yeah. I'm into all that. Dude, yeah. So th- those of you out there who are, who are listening to us, we're going next year. Dang it. I'm I'm making it happen. I'm manifesting it right now. We're going to Ohio. We're going to go to Cedar Point. We're going to try to get to Kings Island. <laughs> I would love to go to, to Alton Park. And, and We're
1: going to Ohio.
0: <laughs> We're doing <laughs> it. We're going to Alton Park. We're going to Wally World. Yeah. Moose out front should have told you. Um, It's the eighth longest coaster in the world, and it's the third longest steel coaster in the United States behind Fury, 325 at Carowinds, and Millennium Force at Cedar Point. So there you go. We can go ride the second longest one. Second or first longest one, depending on, I don't know which one it is, at Cedar Point, Millennium so eight, Force. Eighth in the world, third in the US. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Which is not insignificant. I mean, no, dude, anytime you crack the top 10, that's a yeah. big deal. I mean, that's the thing, like, coaster enthusiasts is all about numbers. You know, it's all mm-hmm. about, like like, how can we be the number one? How can we be the number one? Uh, and so, like, we're going to be the longest with a flip. We're going to be the longest with a barrel roll. Like, we're like, what can we do to be the number one? Right. Yeah. It always seems like they're pushing for that. So, um, yeah. Again, the, the whole ride is themed around the Incredibles. You got a nice uh, sort of a nice reskin. That sort of gray and black and white paint scheme kind okay. of popped up for it. Um, again, they rethemed Paradise Pier to Pixar Pier. So now, like, the Cars Land is over in that area. We've got this. Uh, there's there's a ride. It's it's the uh, um, it's Inside Out emotional whirlwind. <laughs> It's is a fantastic name for a ride. It's a flat <laughs> ride, uh, kind of in the same area. You actually go near it on a credit coaster. Um but that whole area has been themed to Pixar, which makes sense, you know. Yeah,
1: I remember walking around like the Radiator Springs area and it was yeah. very cool. Yeah. They had yeah. the uh like the little TP, little car TPs, yeah, yeah, and yeah. all that stuff, yeah. Yeah. Um so that like Mater has a whole ride. Mm-hmm. It, there's some really neat
0: stuff over there. So anyway, that again, not a whole lot of history to this one. It's kind of yeah. kind of straightforward. It's like makes sense, new movie was coming out. Incredibles was good. Like every like, I mean Incredibles between one and two was like a twenty year jump. It was a significant amount of time. Mm-hmm. So It was like people were getting excited for it. Let's make a coaster for it. And this is a fantastic coaster, by the way. So, uh, Jeff, are you ready to join me on a trip to Pixar Pier and ride on Incredicoaster?
1: I am. I'm ready to go uh, 6,200 or so feet over the next three minutes. I think 6,000-something feet.
0: Yeah, 6,200. Close close to to a... uh, I mean, I'm going
1: to take a couple steps to walk up and then walk off. Yeah, yeah. i those in.
0: All right. Well, uh, you and I are going to take a trip on the Incredicoaster. Okay, let's do it. Okay, here we go. Jeff! Right here. Hey, Jeff, we're at Pixar Pier. All right, let's look, do it. Look yeah. At all, look at all the things. You can see the, there's the, the credit coaster back there where there's the big the Mickey Mouse carousel. We What's should the, go. You love carousels, right? Terrified
1: carousels. We should go
0: on the carousel. Absolutely. It's got, it's got Mickey's face on. But, Jeff, before we do that, let's go on a credit coaster. Okay. All right. So, Jeff, we're waiting in line and, and Edna and Mode's there on the video. And she's like, hey, baby Jack Jack. And he's like, no, been, <clears> baby <throat> Jack oh, Jack's escaped. Where, oh, no. Where's the Easter eggs? Is he looking for the Easter eggs? No, or the... he's looking for cookies. He's, oh. he, baby Jack Jack loves cookies. cookies. Cookies, cookies, nom nom. (laughs) That's what he says. He says, cookies, nom. Or I think uh, Mr. Incredible says, cookies, nom nom. All right, Jeff. Okay, are you okay? (laughs) Yeah, he's killing me. All right, Jeff. Let's, let's get on the coaster. Okay, it's 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 two seats side by side. Where do you want? To? I want to sit on the right
1: side. Right side. We're at the front and back. What do you want to do? Oh, in the front. Let's
0: get in the front. It's a fast coaster. It'd be fun to get in the yeah, front. Yeah, I
1: want to see my death coming.
0: Jeff. Okay. Well, this is good because it has the, it has the restraints that come down from overhead. So oh, you, I feel safe. You, you like those? You like those? Yeah, you don't, you yeah. don't like the lap bar ones. You don't like the lap bar ones that fall out, right? I
1: call those angel bars, Jack. <laughs> All right, put, Jeff. Pull out your angel bar. All right. All right. Good. Okay, Jeff. Okay. Let's get on. All right. Here
0: we go. So Jeff. Oh, we're moving forward, Jeff. Here we go. Okay, we're we're no we, clicks. It feels like we're right on the water, Jeff. You see that? We're like I do. We're, we're right on the water now, and we're stopped. And now we can we can hear. Oh, it's Dash. It's, huh? it's, the, it's the the sun, and He's like, oh, we gotta get baby Jack. Jack. Okay, here we go. We're gonna count down. He goes five. Oh, this Whoa. little guy's fast hey. too. He's real fast, so we're on water. You know, he, you know. He, All right, he, we run across water. He runs so fast because he, he can run across water. He, he gets very fast. Are you ready, Jeff? Yeah. All right, hang on. You can hear him counting down, Jeff. You hear him counting down? I uh, no. All right, he's like five. Four, three, no, I two, win. one. Ah, oh, we're going, Jeff. We're running across the water. We go immediately oh, up. Oh, look, the no, baby jack-jack's in the tunnel. She's oh, lasers. Laser? <laughs> he shot lasers and Dash. That's not safe. That's not safe at all. Well, we're back outside. We're looping around, Jeff. Wee! It's so nice. Such a smooth it's a beautiful coaster. beautiful day. It's a really, really nice day. Okay, I like we're, the we're, breeze. We're, hard right, hard right, banking uh, right. Wee! Okay, we're gonna go left, Jeff. Okay. We're gonna go, we're gonna go left. Like, I, I turn with it or against? Well, now we, we, okay, now we're going up the hill. But it, the, the magnets are pushing us, Jeff. Oh, look. It's, it's Elastigirl. She's trying to get the oh, injection. But he, look, he's stuck in the wall. Oh, no. That's weird. And now oh here comes Mr. Incredible, Jeff. Mr. Incredible. Look, Jeff, he's got a cookie. He's got a cookie for Jeff Jeff! He's like, cookie, <laughs> Cookie, nom, nom. Cookie, nom, nom. No. Okay. Whee! We're going. We're out of the tunnel. We're looping around again. We're going really fast, now, Jeff.
1: Are you? How ready? fast? Are we going like fifty five. It feels close. like about fifty five. about fifty five miles, and we're looping around, Jeff. Are you ready for this? No. Okay, Jeff. Hold on. We're gonna do a flip. Oh ready? Lord. Uh, oh. Hey, we're flipping oh <laughs> Okay, we're in
0: a tunnel again. Okay. Oh, he's on fire! On. Oh, okay, Violet, she saved us. She saved us. Ooh. Okay, she made a she made a protective bubble around us, Jeff. That's safe. That's really good. Are you okay? Wee, lean right, lead all right. Look at the coaster. we it's fun. We're going. Okay, we're gonna lean left. Yeah, wee. Okay. Oh, we're slowing down. Oh wait, what happened? They're saying Jack Jacks multiply. Jack. This has baby- It's not over. Maybe Jack 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 Jacks everywhere. this Jack 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 is his name. Oh. There's so many There's A Jack, thousand Jack. of them. There's so many. Oh God! They're like, okay. Oh no. All right, we're we're pretty much done, Jeff. We okay. We got down now. You can hear they're they're trying to get Jack, Jack. But it feels safe. Feels calm now at this point, Jeff. I feel. We're we gonna I, get off to the right. No, we're we're still we're still gonna go. We gotta oh, we're not back. done. We're not done. We gotta get back to the station, Jeff. We're gonna we slow slowly go left and we're just picking up a little bit of speed. But don't worry, it's okay. This is where all your change and stuff falls out of your pockets. <laughs> so Okay, we're going around, heading back to the station. I'm like, oh, look, Edna, you can hear Edna. She's like, oh, I got him. Don't worry about baby Jack-Jack. And it's like, okay. Okay. Fine. And now look to our left, Bump's Jeff. It's, it's Edna's office. Look, yeah. baby Jack-Jack's oh, huge. Oh, God, he's huge. But she's got a cookie, and baby Jack-Jack's like, okay, cookie. Yay, cookie, cookie, nom, nom. Yay. Uh, and we're back at the station, and we're getting at And we have survived in Credit Coaster, Jeff. That was intense for a kid's ride. Well, I mean, it's it's not necessarily a kid's ride. It's a, it's a roller coaster, but... Huh. that's that's it. We saved baby Jack Jack. He's huge now, though. Yeah, well, I don't know what we beauty. do about that. <laughs> Thank you, everyone. We're going to take a short little break so I can tell you about our sponsor today, which is Genlock season two. The mind is a powerful weapon, but who is really in control? And the groundbreaking HBO Max series Genlock, the fate of an increasingly hostile world, rests on five soldiers who upload their minds to giant mecha war machines. So cool executive produced by and starring Michael B. Jordan, season two of this action packed animated series is now streaming on HBO Max 50 years into the future, a global extinction event ravages. Earth war rages between the union and the polity who hold very different ideas on how to save humanity as territories fall. The union's charismatic leader preaches about a higher, higher existence, a higher existence for all mankind. The Jinlock team is the polity's greatest weapon. Utilizing advanced technology, they upload their minds to weaponize robotic suits to combat the Union forces. I wish I could do that some days. This team of fighters will soon learn that digitizing their minds can leave them more shell-shocked than the battlefield as their darkest thoughts become reality. Whose war are they fighting, and at what cost? (laughs) Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> the heart-pounding new season of Jinlock features a star-studded voice cast, including Michael B. Jordan, Dakota Fanning, Macy Williams, Asia Kate Dillon, and David Tennant. Season two of Jinlock is now streaming on HBO Max. Humanity will prevail. Go check out season two of Jinlock right now over on HBO Max. We had a hand in it, you know? Maybe you might recognize some of the voices in the show. And uh, thank you very much for supporting our show. And now, let's get back to the episode uh yeah so that's that's it you see the whole family throughout the ride It's it's got the voices from all of the actual uh actors in there as well uh holly hunter correcty nelson um yeah and so all of the the various things and lots of cookies apparently uh there, so uh mr incredible goes cookie nom nom cookie nom nom and it's, it's on a loop uh-huh. and so um, there was someone who worked uh, uh maintenance at uh, disney who who reached out to me and she was like, I just remember that voice when I was cleaning Pixar Pier, just going over and over and over again. Cookie nom nom, cookie nom nom. <laughs> <laughs> it drove him crazy. Uh, yeah, so uh, Violet is in there. putting out. She has that force field around uh, baby Jack-Jack to protect you from the fire because he catches fire. Uh, Dash, you know, he's dodging from all the laser beams and, you know, Mrs. Incredible all stretchy and stuff. It's a really cl- clever use of the tunnels. And, you know, those tunnels have always been there, but it's a neat way to kind of add a show scene to it. Yeah, it was very cute. And uh, one interesting thing about the uh, those tunnels, Jeff, is uh, the reason for them, I thought like maybe it was for, to protect the, uh, you know, protect the, an- not animatronics, but like the, the, the scenes and stuff. Though those have been there since they opened. The reason why they're there is to actually uh, force all of the screaming out and down like when people are on the ride because they're in a residential area. And so literally it's there to capture screams. So like oh. yeah, to prevent noise from escaping the park and going so, out to the residential areas around.
1: It's just, like a muffler for a roller coaster. It's yeah. a roller coaster muffler. Yeah, exactly.
0: Which is well, like, interesting. Oh, I never would think about that, but yeah, that's we're absolutely We're the banana. <laughs> that's that's the absolute reason why they did it. So, that's cool. Yeah, it's pretty interesting. So um, yeah, but uh, that's that's pretty much it I have about Incredicoaster. But we're gonna have uh, someone actually worked on the attraction come and join us now. So uh, yeah, let, let's go ahead and get Corey in here and talk to talk to them about uh, Incredicoaster. I can't wait. Please say hello to Corey. Hello, Corey. Hi, Corey. Hi, thanks for having me. Absolutely. Thank you for jumping in. Um, Yeah, I kind of reached out on Twitter and I was like, hey, I'm doing an episode on Incredicoaster. Does anyone happen to know anyone who worked there or whatever? And Corey, they were like, yeah, I actually worked there. And I, as a matter of fact, you're a brand new trainer at Incredicoaster, right? I am. That's exciting. So, so what does that mean? So being a trainer on a roller coaster like do you do you have to like train all the new ri- all the new vehicles and stuff and like teach them and like raise them from babies or is it a little <laughs> bit vehicle le- farm yeah, yeah. it's a little bit le-
2: nothing nothing quite so exciting i teach the new cast members how to do what i do
1: ah okay okay and how many cast members are there on a roller coaster ride like this one
2: uh far too many to count <laughs> uh, i think we have at least 20 working at any given moment. Oh,
1: wow. Wow, that's that's amazing. I that's mean, a lot of names to remember, I bet. Uh,
2: that's why we wear name tags.
0: <laughs> <laughs> now, so, okay, uh, I, I know when I worked back at Disney, we had a bunch of different positions of rotation. Um, you know, like there'd be a greeter, there'd be a loader. Um, how many different rotation positions are there at coaster? Ah. Uh... You're the Tell trainer, Corey. Me. You should know this stuff. Come on. I know,
2: and somebody asked me this just the other day. <laughs> I want to say typical is about fifteen.
0: Oh wow! Okay. Yeah. That's 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 impressive. It's actually it's really nice, Jeff, because the the whole reason for rotation is okay. you never get bored. Like you're always moving and doing different stuff. So, it's like you, so
1: rotation no. is designed purely for the employee to to not for for things not to be too rote. I th- I think so. In my yeah. in, in my opinion, that's kind of how it was. And okay, it's kind of like oh, you're gonna start a greeter and kind
0: of work your way back towards wherever. Like when I worked on a movie ride, you would literally start a greeter. There were two positions of greeter, and then you go from there to like interior, like loading in the queue, and then you go to loading, and then you go to like doing the show. Okay, and so I imagine it's, it's something similar to that, Corey
2: similar, yeah. For us, we start in the station. Reader's somewhere in the middle of rotation, but, that's, yeah. That's
1: cool. Aside from trainer, nice. what is the most fun job to do on the ride?
2: Uh, My favorite would be grouper. So that's the one that puts the guests in the rows. Okay. We have 12 rows of two guests on the Incredicoaster, and our ADA-compliant trains have one seat. It's not actually a seat. It's used for a transfer. And so at grouper, you have to remember where that seat is. So you don't accidentally put two people there and you have to play Tetris to make sure all <laughs> of the guests are are in the same picture as the rest of their party. So that's that's a lot of fun for me.
0: That is that is pretty cool. Yeah, it's it's it, that was one of my favorite things. Loading was always one of my favorites because it's right. like on oh, well, great movie ride. We had 11 rows of seven or no, excuse me, 11 rows of six. So it was kind of like trying to in your head being like, OK, two in a row one. OK, two to row two. OK, four in row one. And then you start trying to piece them together. It was always a fun challenge to do. So, well, okay, so Corey, one of my favorite things about Disney attractions is all like the little Easter eggs and hidden stuff in there. Are are there any cool bits of like trivia or Easter eggs inside of Incredicoaster we keep an eye out for when I drag Jeff onto it?
2: Yeah, actually one of my favorite things is one of our original hidden Mickeys from California Screamin'. Um, You can only see it from the attraction in a very specific spot. And that would be when you're inside the loop Oh, if wow. you look and so you're looking down at the ground uh-huh. the supports for the roller coaster they actually built three cement circles there and they look like hidden mickeys oh, oh that's cool
1: and now I gotta ride the uh, you gotta ride it and yeah. while we're on the loop I gotta I gotta I <laughs> remind you look up because we're gonna be upside down have you done how many times have you done that loop
2: uh a lot
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah like are we for talking training, like, like dozens hundreds
2: experience. Uh, definitely in the thousands. Oh my um, gosh!
0: How long have you been working at Incredicoaster?
2: Let's say I uh, I learned California Screamin' in 2015.
0: Okay. And
2: working there ever since. So there was a, a six month gap there where uh, they were refurbishing Screamin', turning it into Incredicoaster, and then obviously when we were in lockdown, we weren't there. But essentially, it's been almost seven years. Wow.
1: I wonder. I wonder, Corey, if it's possible that you are in the top, I don't know, 5% of people on Earth who've ridden this ride in terms of volume.
2: Uh, Possible. When uh, (laughs) when Fornia Screamin' was closing, we had some guests that would come a million times. I mean, we had two guests. They had a whiteboard that they would bring with them. And every time they'd ride, they'd write the number of times they've ridden since it was announced that Screamin' would close up until... When it actually closed um and they were some of our last guests ever and we all loved them oh uh,
0: that, that's good it's, it's nice to know that you had guests that were like you you enjoyed having on as opposed to ones like oh they're back again
1: <laughs> <Yeah>.
2: <laughs> uh, uh, not a lot more you know, people yeah. <laughs> we tend to love our regulars
0: that's good. That's I I love hearing stuff like that because nothing's worse and it's like oh just being miserable when you see you spot someone like oh great they're back.
1: Yeah, I love knowing that that exists. I love yeah. that knowing that there are people that are, that are, are such fans of particular rides that they <laughs> that it turns into such a thing for them and it's not about anything other than like a shared love of of the the material right, or the yeah. ride. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's neat. That that is cool. Yeah. So any any other cool
0: like uh, Easter eggs or anything we keep an eye out for like we'll keep an eye on the pylons. You got anything else hidden around?
2: Uh, you know, our ride is pretty straightforward. There's not a lot of hidden secrets they have.
0: Okay. Well, here, I've got a question for you then. Uh, how many Jack Jacks are on the attraction? Do you know that? Uh,
2: I want to say that's 24. Okay. Last counted.
0: All right. So next time, so pass holders, next time you ride in credit coaster, I want you to count all 24 of the Jack Jacks (laughs) scattered throughout the ride. It's going to get tough when when they start multiplying towards the end, though. That's going to be a little bit difficult.
1: Man. Has uh has the has your time working on Incredicoaster changed how you feel about cookies in your personal life at all?
2: <laughs> kind of. Um, regular cookies are kind of boring to me now because the Jack Jack Num Num cookies right outside the attraction are so good.
0: Oh, you actually sell the Num Num cookies?
2: Yeah, they're like big, thick, gooey chocolate chip uh, cookies.
0: Oh boy! All and right. And we
2: can smell them from greeter, and they're so. <laughs>
0: This. Oh Corey, that's that's all right. You're 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 selling us on having to go out to California now. Uh yeah, we're gonna we're gonna have to go get one of <laughs> Chocolate those. Chocolate
1: chip cookies, is the regulation cookie. That's that's what you want. That, absolutely,
0: yeah. absolutely. Man, well, that is fantastic. So okay, so for someone who's never experienced Incredicoaster before, can you give us like a one sentence pitch, like an elevator pitch to give somebody to convince them to go on the ride?
2: Yeah, uh let's see the Incredicoaster is one of the smoothest easiest, but also still thrilling coasters that I have ever been on. That sounds
0: good, Jeff.
1: That's a, that's a, you just put down a
0: shirt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that was very good. Uh, did, 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 did they convince you I'm to d- go? I'm,
1: I'm d- yeah, I'm totally going to ride it. All right,
0: well, I- I'll tell you what, I-, I would like to ride it with Corey if possible. Oh, that'd be fun. Corey, would you be up for riding with Jeff and I?
2: Absolutely. I would love it. Oh, that's,
0: okay. That sounds awesome. Well, we'll
1: have to make that happen.
0: All right. Well, I think we're coming out to California maybe next year at some point, so maybe in April. So we'll, we'll try to make a point to come down and, and hang out and uh, ride in Credit Coaster with you, okay?
2: Sounds good. I'll look forward to it.
0: All right. Cookies are on me. <laughs> Corey, th- <laughs> thank you so much for joining us and answering a few of our questions about in Credit Coaster. I really appreciate it. And we will be counting all the Jack Jacks, all 24 of them, next time we ride, okay? All right. All right. You have yourself a good one. Take care. You too. So that was Corey Jeff. That was very awesome of them to uh, jump in and, and hang out with yeah, us. Yeah, um, answer some questions.
1: I'm looking forward to. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna hold them to it. I'm gonna make my first trip around that the the Coaster with Corey, if at all possible. Perfect. perfect. Very excited. I,
0: I love talking to operations cast members. I think they're attractions cast members now. Back when I was there, they were operations, but now it's attractions.
1: Allow uh, me. Allow me to, allow me to uh, give uh, both of you, Ben and and Jack, a small compliment. Uh huh. Uh, Don't get uh, don't get too excited. Don't don't look for more of them. I enjoy there there aren't any behind it. Uh, But you guys, I do are doing thus far a really great job of finding a a wealth of people from across the spectrum of uh, theme parks to interview, and I really appreciate it from 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 castmates to uh, to. Imagineers to imagineers. It's like it's really neat. I, yeah, well, uh, I and mean, I hope th- I hope that that continues yeah. I really like getting perspectives from all across the board
0: Yeah, I mean it's it's really important to kind of see how everything goes from like the top to the bottom It's mm-hmm. like, you know, you have the, you have your kind of grunts on the bottom We're like sort of do, doing day-to-day work and you have the people designing this stuff and like everyone is just as important You know because it's oh, like for sure, you know, you can design the most amazing ride But if you have people who just don't care about it, then it's like it's not gonna work well But if you have people who love it, and it's gonna make it so much better And, and so, then it's
1: also like those guys you, you those people you design something and then you put it out in the world and then it's up to uh, the the quarters of the world to continue that legacy on and maintain that level of quality and love and that's uh it's pretty neat
0: yeah and absolutely and so if you're out there if you if you ever worked on an attraction or you help you, you you know love the parks or anything if you have something to say you want to talk about a theme park we'd love to talk to
1: you i would love to talk to you if you're one of those people who and i and i i say this without jest but if you're one of those people who loves a ride so much that you uh you bring a whiteboard <laughs> to record how many times you've ridden it or you have like a perfect score on the men in black game oh, yeah, or yeah. you know the nine the, club right? the nine awesome. club right yeah uh i would love to talk to people that have uh, consumed, uh, uh, an attraction to that degree.
0: Yeah. I just realized the nine club is something Dave Cobb brought up, which yeah. his his episodes coming out in a couple of weeks. So oh, we got ahead of yeah. the game on that yeah, one. Yeah. But, yeah. So, uh, we, we actually interviewed Dave Cobb who, who created the men in black attraction, at universal studios in Florida. And so we got to talk to him. And so that episode will be coming out soon. It's 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 so awesome. We're I, we're, we're overwhelmed by all these amazing interviews. And we've yeah. got, like I said, we've got Kevin Perger coming up as well from Land. It's like, I, I really love talking about attractions, but man, I love just talking to people who are like directly involved with this stuff.
1: Also, each person we interview is cooler than the last. And that's <laughs> not a slight to last, but like I thought Dave Cobb was one of the most interesting people yeah. I've ever talked to. And then we get to talk to Corey and Corey's phenomenal too. Yeah. It's like it's great.
0: It's so cool. So anyway, I've got some questions now from, uh, I keep saying anyway, I realized like it's one of those things. I, I That's I, your thing. It's like my pause. It's it's like my pause redirect is I like, say anyway, and cool. then I redirect. I need. I you start hearing yourself saying it, and it drives you crazy. That being said, let's go to some questions. <laughs> anyway. Uh, I've got some questions here from the audience. Uh, these are from the Mission Space episode we did back okay. in the day. Um, this is from Badger Me Baby. Uh, Jack, have you ever stayed at or visited any of the Disney resorts? And if so, which one? I'd love to hear a podcast or segment about the various resorts as they hold a special place in my heart. My family's home resort has always been the Wilderness Lodge, dating back to my grandparents, buying into a timeshare-type program many, many years ago. But now being of legal age, I think the best hidden gem is Trader Sam's Grog Grog. At the Polynesian. If you have to visit and check out all the resorts and theming, that would be great video to watch as well. So Ben, I'm going to need you to get uh, with our budgeters and put us into every single resort at at Disney. Okay. Jack's got to review it. Yeah, I got to review it. Uh, I mean, they're asking for it. The audience, the pass holders want to hear it, so we're going to have to go and stay at every single resort. So Polynesian, Contemporary, Grand Floridian, Wilderness Lodge, Animal Kingdom Lodge. There's all of them. Maybe even like we can throw in like Pop Century as well, and, and you know Coronado Springs and. And the Caribbean Beach, there, uh, you know, there's Caribbean Port, Beach. Oh yeah, by the Port Orleans. There, there's, I think, there's something like seventeen resorts. Oh wow. Yeah, it's it's wild. Um, it's gonna be a busy year. That being said, I've stayed at uh, Coronado a few times, and I really like that one. It's it's really nice. It's uh, it's themed. It's like uh, like Aztec kind of themed. Okay. And um, they have a big lake. So like you check in, and there's a big lake, and like around the ring of the lake, it's like a mile long lake. They actually have a running path around it. Um, There are different uh, kind of like, not cabanas, but there's like hotel rooms around this lake. And um, it's so big that they have a bus route that goes around the outside. And it's like there are three stops to go. (laughs) it's it's wild it's, it's very large but i really like staying there it's good i mean anytime you can stay on disney property is great because they have buses that'll take you everywhere you don't have to rent a car uh because you literally go like oh like you walk out of your hotel room go to a bus stop and it's like oh this one's going to epcot I'm like cool then just get on there you go to epcot and then at the end of the day you go back to the bus station it's like all right take this and it'll take you right back to that stop and then you just walk back to your room
1: you know jack <clears throat> sitting here listening to you yeah it strikes me—you uh, seem like the kind of person that would would have fallen for a timeshare at some point in your life. <laughs> have you ever bought into a timeshare? I have not. I have okay. not. I Just did. Curious. I did.
0: So uh, they have Disney's Vacation Club (DVC), you might uh-huh. hear, it, uh, which is basically timeshares, Disney timeshares. I've looked at it, and I'm like, I would never do that. I would <laughs> yeah. never buy into that. But it's like it's one of the things they convince you. It's like, oh well, if you go three times a year, and it you pretty do much pays for itself. Yeah. And it's like, ah, uh, no, I don't. Wanna, I don't want to get roped into that. So. Uh, no, I have not bought into a time.
1: Okay, it's interesting. But I I say, and by the way, I say this as a guy who's sitting on a Best Buy extended warranty right now, I <laughs> did not need. So, you know. There's no Uh, judgment on my end. It's just (laughs) curiosity.
0: uh, But I've never stayed at the the big three, which is the contemporary Polynesian Grand Floridian. Uh, Those are the ones around uh, the the big lake and Bay Lake in front of Magic Kingdom. They're the ones that the monorail go through them. I would love to Why have you not stayed? Is it just circumstance? Uh, They're very expensive. Oh, okay. And so um, my sister and mother uh, took my nephews actually last summer because uh, when the parks first opened, uh, people were expecting the parks to be flooded. Like, Mm. be like, oh, it's, it's open again. But people were very nervous and hesitant about going, so it was actually really, really empty. And so Disney very quickly was like, "Oh, Grand Floridians, fifty percent off right now!" And so my sister and my mom booked some rooms at Grand Floridian. They were like, "It was incredible." Wow. And so, um, so now I need to, I need to try to get out there. Of course, everything's back to normal pricing. The parks are pretty yeah, much yeah. You'll have to wait
1: for the next global pandemic, I guess. <laughs> I guess so. Be a little, uh, be a little faster. Yeah. Let's d- d- going forward, faster on pins, faster on pandemics. Okay, the buddy.
0: Po- the Polynesian, which is the uh, you know the Hawaiian themed one, uh, is where the the Trader Sam's is uh-huh. um, they actually have, excuse, yeah Trader Sam's uh, they have these rooms where it's like you walk out into the lake and it's like on a dock and they have like in the water r- like rooms mm. that are like condos almost you can stay at uh, like just past the beach of the Polynesian. really those sound awesome I would are, love to check that
1: out uh, are there jet skis at play in any, any no, of this no jet skis when I was a mm. kid
0: they used to have little like motorboats like two person motorboats mm. that are kind of like sit down jet skis uh, they had those but they don't do anything like that anymore that's too bad yeah yeah so uh b uh, uh, or b be bez guapo bez Gu- bez guapo mm-hmm. uh you should have okay it says uh you should have rocco and kevin from mega 64 to talk about disneyland hey i'm rocking my mega 64 shirt today their they're disneyland shirt as a matter of fact this is
1: we don't need mega 64 we've got <laughs> mega 64 at home we've <laughs> we've got Bedore. <laughs> that's true uh
0: those of you don't know uh um uh, Rocco and Kevin have a podcast. Uh, Mega sixty four is another video game.
1: They're uh, also like, our oldest friends. Yeah, in the world. they're the concept yeah. producers.
0: They're incredible. They're currently doing a tour around the country right mm-hmm.
1: now. Yeah, it's called Last Laugh. <laughs> oh, is it really? Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> nice. Uh, anyway, uh, they they have a podcast called I think it's called Creaky Old Cauldron mm. or Creaky Yeah Creaky Old Cauldron, where uh, Kevin and and Rocco would just go to Disneyland, set a camera down, and just start talking. Mm-hmm. and they talk for like an hour and it's fascinating and those guys know so much about Disneyland like they're all West Coasters they all like grew up in San Diego so they know Disneyland back to front and when we get out to California absolutely we'll do something with those guys and I, or when they come through town love to have them on mm-hmm. as a matter of fact they're gonna be in Austin in just a couple weeks so I wonder if we can get them on for a podcast I'm sure we could that'd be kind of fun so anyway stay tuned to that maybe sometime I, in December you might hear that episode I don't know how
1: off the top of my head January. or why but I guarantee you they owe us for something
0: probably i've i've treated them to a lot of food during boxes and stuff um a last question a live llama 85 says one of the most important but overlooked aspects of a theme park is its restrooms I, i picked this one for you we use them every day so it's key to have a clean and nice theme park restroom some are even decorated at meow wolf's omega mart a different artist painted each restroom so they'd have a fun and unique design do you have a favorite theme park restroom or any horror stories of bad ones that's a clever question. I've never. Th- I mean, that's one of those things. Like, theming doesn't have to stop when you go into a restroom.
1: I do. I do have a favorite theme park restaurant, Jack, and I'd like to tell you about restaurant it. Restaurant or restroom? Restroom. Okay. I do, and I'd like to tell you about it. Go ahead. It is the restroom uh, at Universal Studios that is the that still plays the music from uh, <laughs> from <laughs> Jaws. From Jaws. From, from Amity it's Island. The, the only thing left from Amity Island, yeah, right? Is yeah. that that restroom yeah, that with yeah. out of place rock and roll music from the seventies? Yeah. 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 Yeah.
0: I think theme park stop like pointed that out, and I pointed out to you every time we. Get I'm like that's the one that's playing like Beach Boys and stuff, and I always notice it. And I'm like, oh yeah, there's that. <laughs> it's funny. Uh, I was gonna bring up two restrooms from Universal, not that one though. Uh, the the restroom at Hogsmeade at Islands of Adventure has moaning Myrtle in it.
1: Uh, yeah, yeah. And so you yeah. go in
0: there and you hear like this little girl going, it's like a little off putting sometimes. Mm-hmm. And if you don't know what you know, if you don't know Harry Potter, you'd why is there a, why is
1: there a woman in the men's room giggling? The uh, well, to, that that's cool, but allow me to continue to sell the uh, the Amityville. Uh, this one has actual Robert Dreyfus in it. Occasionally, <laughs> <He's> <laughs> he just hangs out. He'll say hi to you. <laughs> He'll, he's I, like when he's not filming, he doesn't have anything going on. Yeah. <laughs>
0: And then there's another one uh, uh
1: richard Dreyfus. i'm richard. sorry i said robert Dreyfus. Yeah, richard no. dreyfuss oh, uh, I
0: apologize. there's another one at the port of entry at islands of adventure uh right over by the lockers when you get in uh that it's like inside of there and there's two guys talking and they're doing like an old abbott and costello bit where they're like he's like oh you know going through a list of things and keeps saying check and he's like oh like what like, like uh, just like li- it, anyway it's a fun little bit it's a neat little easter egg in there if you ever go to the men's room just to the left of Port of Entry over by the lockers. Go listen to that. So. Oh, yeah. It's, it's kind of I, I love stuff like that. It's like, who would record audio to put in a restroom that you could only hear in the restroom? You know, that's, that's neat. Visionaries. <laughs> well, now is the time where, uh, you know, I would I ask a question to the audience, and then you guys give me some answers. And I've got a question from an, an, ep- an episode a few weeks ago. Again, this, I think the Mission Space episode. I said, who would you want to see star in a theme park attraction? I believe you said Jim Carrey when we were going through that episode probably uh, i've got some uh, i got some people here which uh, let's go through some of them uh steady eddie nuke says i would love to see alan tudyk do a voice for any of the mini disney properties he's in i think mm. alan tudyk is in pretty much every single disney animated feature mm. and star wars thing at this point so makes sense uh stan 16 says they could really just have patrick warburton do the pre-show safety briefings for any and all rides i know we already did the one for soren uh but it would be an amazing april fools thing if for that day they used him for every ride in the park giving his classic deadpan delivery regardless of the energy of the rides themselves Patrick Warburton <laughs> has a fantastic voice um, Anyway uh, Mikey Lee says Tom Cruise in an indoor roller coaster And he runs next to you the entire time <laughs> 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 I love He does a lot of running He does a lot of running Ace O X A T says, I think either Mark Hamill or Michael Keaton would be great in almost any type of ride. Mm. Obviously, they could reprise various uh, respective roles within Star Wars, DC and Marvel theme rides, but I think they could do really well in in narration rides like Mission Space Commander or Spaceship Earth. That'd be cool. Suki Anime Gurr says, I would love to hear either Phil Lamar or Nolan North do voices for attractions. Both can play either serious or silly roles. And, uh, and also, they, they had an, a merch idea for us, Ben. It's in this, the merch department. A button with Jack voice sound effects because everyone is needs Jack saying, Wee!
1: Or yelling, <laughs> Jeff! In their day-to-day lives. Get a wee button. <laughs> Jeff! Jeff! <laughs> they, they should do one of, like, just the, like, a career retrospective of John Ratzenberger and all of the <laughs> characters for the movies. All the Pixar movies. Yeah.
0: Uh Orange Man 17 says Keanu Reeves a matrix theme mm. ride would be amazing but honestly Keanu can do no wrong in any attraction. <laughs> and then uh Omega uh, um, um, uh, Omega us 492 says my boy Rahul Coley, Hollywood's bad boy is so hot right now. <laughs> it's our, fr- our our friend Ra- Rahul. Great great he's in uh Haunting a Bly Manor and Midnight he, Mass. Great dude.
1: He is doing very well he's, right that
0: now. That guy's going to pop up in a Marvel movie soon. I, I hope I, so. I
1: or so. star I I'm a good,
0: and good for him. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. He's der- he deserves it. Okay. He's a sweet guy. And I randomly selected from our comments in that episode in IT Fusion. It Fusion wins with Ryan Reynolds and a new version of Oh Canada, Canada Far and Wide, in Circle Vision 360 in the Canada Pavilion of Epcot would be amazing. Uh, Martin Short's currently in there right now, uh, but everything needs an update once in a while. Having him narrate about lovely Great White North with a signature sarcasm and side bits, PG rated, of course, would bring a new life to the pavilion. Plus, a hidden Mickey Deadpool can always make an appearance for some lovely fourth wall breaking goodness
1: that was probably written uh by his marketing company that he owns that's a division of his advertising agency yeah. that
0: his, his avi- aviation that's gym. a
1: subsidiary of mint mobile
0: yeah yeah so uh yeah thank you very much uh ryan Reynolds. would be great i mean i the o canada attraction has been there for a while i think mm-hmm. it's the second or third iteration of it it's circle vision like where they have all the you know it's complete ring of of, of screens martin short is the host right now but uh, ryan Reynolds could be a lot of fun i could see him doing that so could be Jim Carrey. Congratulations, ItFusion, uh, for being randomly selected. Again, I'll drop you a line. We'll, we'll get your email, and I'll send you out a, a sign map pretty soon. And now I have a question for you. This is interesting, Jeff, because this person, Snipper16, actually asked us a question, and I thought it was such a good question that I would open it up to the audience. Okay. So mad props to you, Snipper16, over on RoosterTeeth.com in the comments. They say, if you could theme any attraction to make it holiday-themed, what attraction would that be? Uh, examples: the the Jingle Cruise, the Haunted Mansion holiday. So we're, we're coming around Christmas time. Like, what 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 would you theme an attraction around and make it Christmas themed, Jeff?
1: The all spirit right. of Hulk's giving. Spirit of Hulk's giving. Yeah, what, what, and what? and you would read it would it would <laughs> the be Incredible all, the Incredible Hulk ride, but it would be it would be all about the first Thanksgiving. And he would step in, he would, he, he would, it would all be about how he, he brokered peace and he helped make the first turkey and, uh, you would go through a, they could build a giant cornucopia that you could go through.
0: So like the, the exit tunnel would be yeah. a cornucopia. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I could see that. I was thinking a little, something a little bit, um, more traditional. I think the, uh, the Hollywood tower of terror mm. going into a Christmas theme, that could be a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. Like, just because, I mean, it's a creepy old, like, you know, haunted man. It's like a haunted, uh, you know, entryway. The lobby is beautiful in Florida. And, like, to theme that around, like, this, like, decrepit Christmas
1: stuff and, like, that would be really neat. Wait, which ride is that again? The, the Tower of Terror. The Tower of Terror. That's what I thought you said. Yeah, you could do, you know what's a Christmas movie? What's that? Die Hard. That, that is true. You could do a Nakatomi, like escape Nakatomi Tower. <laughs>
0: yeah, like type a, thing. You have an
1: animatronic of John McClane yeah, jumping yeah, off yeah. the top of uh, the Tower of Terror. Yeah. Yeah, I like it. I like he it. Could so. be, he could be like rappelling down every time the window <laughs> opens. You see him. You get, yeah. So there you go. If you want to answer that question, if you could theme any attraction
0: to make it holiday themed, go to roosterteeth.com, answer in the comments on there, and I will randomly pick someone in a future episode and send you guys a, uh, an autographed park map from Jeff and I. And uh, yeah, that that'll do it for today. It's been uh, it was a lot of fun. It was a good episode. It was a whirlwind. Absolutely, it, it was
1: it, it was, was a, cornucopia of uh, entertaining it information. It was incredible thanks for listening we'll see you next week
0: <laughs> no no thank you thank you very much everyone for uh, for hanging out with us i really do appreciate it love love all you guys don't forget grab your uh, annual pass uh, shirts and whatnot we've got all kinds of awesome shirts from the store we've got this awesome pin that's coming soon i don't it might be in the store already I'm, i've asked our merchandise i don't know when it's coming out but we have this awesome awesome themed uh snow globe pin for annual pass it's great jeff has a golf ball
1: yeah i was thinking what if we sold just orange golf balls no logo or anything just <laughs> just, just orange golf balls I,
0: we'd have to sell them very cheap. There you go. Uh, again, don't forget to watch this on YouTube, youtube.com slash annual pass. Go to Rooster Teeth, leave comments, uh, leave, you know, like reviews. If you like this show, please tell your friends because the more people know about it, the cooler stuff we get to make happen, like more awesome interviews and the, the more people like us and hopefully be able to talk to us.
1: No, it, it, in all seriousness, in all seriousness, uh, a show like this lives and dies by uh, yeah. community support. And yeah. so it's it's your support that allows this to continue. And so thank you. Uh, and And... We would love to keep <laughs> it,
0: so. and you, you, the pass holders have been absolutely amazing about that already so thank you again everyone for listening and watching you guys are the greatest we love you jeff did you learn anything
1: today i did i learned a lot about the Incredicoaster. coaster that's yeah good. Uh, how many, many
0: jack jacks were there
1: uh there's 24 jack jacks uh it's over 6,000 square feet which is more than a mile uh, it is linear feet linear feet uh it is the uh it's, there's a there's an inversion mm-hmm. that's uh it goes 122 feet. Uh okay. Yeah, yeah, I'm right. Nice. Look he goes you. 122 feet up. And uh, it's uh, scary as all hell, <laughs> I think.
0: <laughs> so we'll check that out. We're going to ride it with Corey when we get there sometime next year. We love you guys. Take care of yourselves. Have yourself a wonderful day. Stay safe. And we'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.